Welcome to Tig's Bits. This week, we continue talking wrestling. We had such a good discussion while we were waiting on DDP to hop on last week that I thought we need to share that. You're going to get another behind-the-scenes look at us preparing for our call, and we want to thank him so much for coming on to our little show for well over an hour. Unbelievable. If you missed that interview last week, you better go check it out. It was a good one. We also want to thank our sponsors, Gator Millworks and Boil Boss, and thank all of you out there for your comments comments, your likes, your shares, your subscriptions and follows. In fact, if you would like to help our show to keep growing and you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, rate us, leave us a review. We want the show to keep growing and we want you to be a big, big part of it. We've got a lot of good stuff in the works. In fact, while I'm mentioning that, we have these lovely tumblers and coffee mugs now available on TigsBits.com. Now, I know some of you listening may not be big fans of the purple and gold. That's okay. We have eight different colors to choose from. Thank you all so, so much. Let's jump into it. Let me call him real quick to see. I mean, I'm fine with the, the documentary pre-show that we're once again doing. This is great. <laughs> it's great stuff. Great stuff. 15 minutes. How long? 15. All right. But at least hell, even he'll answer, though, at least. Most people would just blow you off until they got free. And he's, <laughs> he's out of breath. I can hear him. Rawr, rawr. He's straight up in a workout right now. Isn't yeah, he? he's probably kicking somebody's really ass is. or saving the world or something, <laughs> helping a single mom out at the grocery store. I mean, who knows with him? Saving a saving a broken athlete. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. He, he, he does because man, it's going to be fun to bring Dallas on, and I, I think we we'll start we'll start we'll say you know we'll introduce our we'll introduce you guys, and then I'll start talking about we were talking about the South Florida area and Tampa, and uh, obviously we're big fans, and we'll get into wrestling and stuff. But uh, we were talking about you know we talk a lot of things, southern things here, and we were talking about that part of the country, and you, he was in Fort Myers, and just get him to tell us a little bit about that, and then I'm asking about the Sheik, and then um, then we can get into DDPY and. Uh, Helping the athlete, we, we can talk a little wrestling there. We can go, we can fanboy about wrestling. Then we'll get into DDPY something like that. <laughs> yeah, All right. I think it sounds perfect, man. And then we'll wrap it up, or we'll get it during the DDPY. We'll tell him about your deal, dig about how you yeah, lost yeah, the weight, yeah. you want to get on the train, and you weren't living a healthy lifestyle because he knows mine, and he's you know. So I'll, I'll mention that stuff too about my back. Lacey's a superior athlete; he needs no help. But uh, but. I will no. say this, though, Blasey Blase, you know, the older we get, the damn stretching, look at him. I mean, it's going to get us all one day. And I know you're good about it because you're always stretching. But, we, I mean, I got we all got to do yeah, it more. Yes. yes. <laughs> Lacey's always stretching. Cause he was always ready to hit a golf ball or damn hit a softball. That's what I was going to should have said yesterday. Him and Ted, he was in that group of guys who was in school because they were trying – and all they were really trying to do was pass like one or two courses to get their grades up or whatever <laughs> and play damn intramural <laughs> softball. Or foot football, whichever one they were playing, they just want to play intramurals and do their one class and date some chick, hot chick, a couple years younger than them, and they live by themselves already because they're older. You know, they're just they're living the life by that point. That's the that was the heyday of college. That last couple on your way oh, out, buddy. Yeah, you're still a little on the tit, but you know, it, but you know, it's but full grown. I mean, the whole deal is good times. It's good times. Oh man, the oh, yeah. best for sure. Yeah. We can use some of this for the uh, for some B roll or whatever. But you know, we were talking. I know uh, Blasey had put a thing out to our buddies on our uh, uh, infamous PyCap text thread. Uh, who were their favorite wrestlers? And some great names came up. And um, I'm sure we'll get into it with Dallas. But for you guys, 
growing up? Who were the one? What you, what time in your life do you remember starting to watch wrestling? And who were some of your early guys you remember watching or girls that you remember watching that you really liked? Yeah, you know, for me, um, it was, you know, like the early uh, mid 80s going into that, you know, late 80s move. And man, dude, it was like, so I'd watch a lot of the, ND, N, the NWA wrestling. And then watching WWF, I believe at the time is what it was. So, dude, Hulk Hogan, I mean, he was he was the man, right, at the time. And that was full Hulkamania, all the little Hulksters out there. You know, I'm a kid, and I'd stay up real late for Saturday night, you know, main event at 1030 on a Saturday night, and it'd go on till midnight, you know, and I'm sitting there but staying through it to wait for Hulk Hogan to wrestle, and mm-hmm. somebody put him in a sleeper hold and him to the two-arm drop and then the you know, and all oh, the yeah. Hulksters that go nuts. Like, you know, that I was a kid, dude. It was so great. So uh, that was, I mean, it really just at that time in my life, how I was into wrestling, it, I mean, it, it was hands down was Hulk Hogan, which, I mean, that's going to be a lot of people if you if you grew oh, up in yeah, that time frame. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. and then, you know, of course, it evolved after that. Loved watching NWA and the Rock and Roll Express doing their devil oh, drop yeah. kicks and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and all that jazz. But I'd have to put Hulk oh, at the yeah. top of the list, man, just as a, especially as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for for sure. I mean, I remember being a kid and Hulkamania and just, you know, ripping the shirt off and the, okay, I mean, that was, was the Hulk. And then, of course, being in the Rocky movies didn't hurt anything and, and all of that. So I've always been a huge Rocky fan. And uh, uh, just, you know, I mean, it was Hulk. But as it went on, you know, I, I, I liked Mid-South Wrestling. I've told a story on one of our podcasts about a guy named Henry Downs in Florine, Louisiana, the little town that I'm from throwing a freaking chair in the ring because he got a little upset at the junkyard dog that night. You know, he, he just, he, he didn't think that it was scripted, uh, right. you know, but that doesn't, oh, yeah. that does not demean anything from those guys. It was just a misunderstanding, <laughs> I think, back then and what that term meant. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we got a guy coming on that can assure you that that stuff hurts. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just oh, yeah. a little more predetermined <laughs> than what you realized. It was, it was, yeah, that's the right. boys that's were beating right. each other up. You know, you can't, t- you gotta, you can't tell the same story in every single town. And if they really and truly were beating the hell out of each other, somebody would not be able to do it the next night. Right. You know, if they right. were like going well, into the how- hospital, they were re- truly breaking arms. And right. Stuff, and that, you know? and that, I mean, and that's, and that stuff happens, but it's usually, you know, an accident because they're trying not to. And that was where it all right. came from. You know, originally it was just straight wrestle fighting. <laughs> it was the, and the real deal. At some point in, in the in the day, you know, they decided, hey, why don't we, you know, like boxing used to be worked a lot. You know, they started working right. the matches. And then they figured out this is going to be, this is the way to do it. So they, you know, there was that, that changeover for a long time, but they, they kept it internal that it was that it was ever changed to to that, um, right? And called it kayfabe, you know, and keep you know not not you know just don't talk about it. It, it is what it is real. So, uh, but yes, definitely, man. If you see any of those stuff, especially you watch the old guys, man, when they, I mean, beat the crap. There was no mat out there. They're throwing each other top, landing on the concrete. <laughs> right. You, any one of That's us crazy. jumps off of. Any one of us jumps off the back of our pickup truck ten times in a row, we're going to the hospital. You know what I'm saying? That's we, a fact. we can't even. Do, you know, we jump out of the back of the pickup truck probably five times. We're going to end up injured. You know, so <laughs> oh, it's sure. it's it's just it, yeah. There's no doubt, and obviously it is. And anybody that doesn't understand that it, it's a it's a, a form of entertainment, just like anything else, it's a competition. But it, there there is predetermined winners, 
uh, would, is the difference in that and any other just extreme know, elite, athleticism on display sport. out there? Is what unbelievable it is. Yeah. athleticism, yeah. unbelievable. Oh yeah, I mean, imagine uh, it. You know, it's like us. You got to be. You got to live on the road, but you also have to keep your body up and you have to perform. I mean, it's just a. I mean, it's a crazy thing. And then back in the day when they drove themselves, like we're talking Hogan, even that day they weren't flying on jets. The end. They weren't. Ha- they didn't have their own tour bus back then. Three or four huge right. guys got in a rental car and drove town to town. Got there, <laughs> checked in, hit the gym, ate, you know, showered up, went to the show, repeat. You know, four hundred. Right. You know, I mean, just crazy. And now, <laughs> it uh, really is. Now they they have it a little better. They don't work near as much. They've got. You know, just like in sport, just like in all major sports, they have good trainers, they have good equipment, they've mm-hmm. got good doctors. I mean, all the stuff back then, there was none of that. Same with football or basketball. I mean, there weren't even, I mean, there was barely any trainers in the, you know, by the 80s and stuff, 90s in, in <laughs> right. pro sports. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, really, I mean, you, you know, back in the 70s, NFL guys were smoking cigs on the sideline and stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean so. <laughs> It's just a whole nother world, but it, but that, so that has gotten better. But yeah, that old back in the day, man, you watch those old guys, Don Fargo and Bob Armstrong and all those guys, man, they would just beat the crap out of each other, you know, in in some armory in some town in Alabama. But that's, you know, I, I, I was like you guys, television wise, uh, Hulk drew everybody to the TV because it was on national TV. Um, NBC, you know, was picking it up wide world of sports and stuff like that. And then, uh, but I remember watching regional stuff too because it came on when I was in Mississippi at my grandmother's. They got a mm-hmm. lot of that mid south wrestling. Mid-South, so you got, oh, yeah. yep. And then, oh, yeah. um, and then when we started, and then when we moved to Alabama when I was young, we got uh, TBS uh, in our apartment. Yep. We moved into a Montgomery because it had like a thirty channel cable package that was included with the apartment. So we had cable <laughs> right. for a little while and I had TBS. Yeah, oh man, it had a microwave. I remember us going into that apartment, mom being like, "Look, it's got a microwave built into wall." You know, we were just <laughs> I didn't have a microwave for that. You know, it's nineteen eighty five, whatever. Uh, but so then we got that. So then I started watching Crockett promotion, the NWA stuff from uh, Atlanta and, and North Carolina, and then the Alabama stuff was was happening. You know, that that would be local. Like you could go to Montgomery or Prattville or Wetumpka or, and see. You know, yes. the Armstrongs versus yeah. the Rock and Roll Express even maybe. You know, you just never knew. <laughs> the um, horse so, but that was early on. And I had I had an aunt who was a fan. She liked Hogan. Um, so she would let me watch it with her. Did you guys have fa- – and then my dad hated it, obviously. My mom was indifferent. My mom would take me because it would keep me occupied, you know, for X amount of time. But did you have family members, yay or nay, it, when you were trying to watch it growing up, either of you guys? Oh, I – I, I definitely did. My grandmother, um, and and I don't remember it quite as much as the stories that I hear from like my sister and my mom and or my my dad really. But um, I guess it, it would be my grand my grandfather's mother that uh, that 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 she Ma Curdy was her name, and Ma Curdy was into wrestling. We're talking like nineteen eighty, eighty one, eighty two. You know, the very religious lady, um, didn't like cussing anything. I mean, straight laced, but she had one little thing that she loved, one little vice, I guess, and that was watching her little wrestling man. And yes. so, you know, <laughs> yeah, so she couldn't stop herself. And the stories that I've heard about 
how intense she would get. I mean, I wish that I could have seen some of the stuff because <laughs> it just sounds like it was hilarious to be around. You know, just like she okay. was in it and she didn't like them beating up her boys. No, you know? and people don't understand how big wrestling was back then. You know, even pre-television, it was local stuff. Wrestling was a big deal nationwide, worldwide, uh, for a long time back then. You know, I mean, like 20s, 30s, 40s, when, in, in Gorgeous George yeah. and all that stuff. I mean, well, that, that was a that's big my mom. deal. I, I, I talked to my mom. I was telling her what, you know, what we're, what we're about to do. And, yeah. and she, she was like, I'm not very familiar with him. And I said, well, a lot of people are. I promise you that. But <laughs> she said, I only really know Gorgeous George. Did I ever tell you that story about the time that I got a lock of hair that came from a police car that, my, you know, it was like... Right. No, you didn't, but but I, but it was obviously impactful, you know. Yeah, right. And you know, and that stuff lives on. And I don't know, maybe some of ours is tainted with Hogan since uh, modern age and media and all that. You know, I don't know if we'll ever have these true movie stars and rock stars and and athletes like we did back in the day because the hint of mis- mis- mystery is gone uh, for the right. most part. Um, but it was such a big deal back then uh, that when there were the few national televised spots where major stars were on one of the big three channels back then, say it was going to be, say, Mickey Mantle and, uh, you know, whoever the, the great football player. And then Gorgeous George would be there too because wrestler and, and whoever the best boxer was, that was considered as legit and big and important, mm-hmm. which it's on ESPN still now, so it still is. But yeah. it's always been a big thing, and it got cartoony when we were kids. Uh, but before that, it was an adult thing. Like, kids liked it too. But like music was the same way until the Beatles in the 50s came along and, 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 you know, the Elvis and all that. That changed. That was adult music before then, too. Country music was adult music up until not long ago, and now it's all formatted for younger people right. with streaming. But that kind of how it was because back in the day on those old black and white smoke fit, I was talking to my friend Mike Diamond, which we'll have on in a few weeks. Um, his dad was a wrestler in the 70s and 80s from the Pensacola area, oh, cool. and he's a musician here. Uh, but he was telling me the aura of going in to say uh, the, the the Dothan the building there in Dothan or in Pensacola the big building there. Yep. He said, "Yep." He said, "Just the the smoke above and the lights the way it felt like going to a boxing match back in the day, like you see on TV." And he said there was just something edgy about it. It was just a different feel than the glitz and glamour now. But that was adults going in there to have a beer and a cigarette, like you said, to watch their buddy, the, their guy they like, beat up the guy from out of town that's coming running his mouth about the right. people around here, you know. And it was that's it was exactly it was a right. big deal, and a lot of people took it serious, and it wasn't as. And then it be, once it became more of uh, the the younger the audience oriented, yep. it, it yeah. changed. Um, but I think a lot of people don't realize how big a deal it was prior to that. Like you're saying, that was your meemaw. And she was as as diehard as we were about Hogan, because it was about people black and white day, you know. Uh, Mall Curry no flash, was in it, no I thrills, no you. theme song, just the guy that she right. liked that would come out there and talk, you know. I hit my stride though with wrestling really in the mid nineties, you know, when when WCW kind of came in and took made a flash with with what they did, and then uh, and then rolling on into. To the to the war with Raw and all of that, like that was my absolute heyday of, I, I'm in it, man. You know, I mean, I watched every every event for both of them. If I couldn't watch one of them, I taped it. You know, I, if I watched Raw, I taped <laughs> I taped TBS so I could see 
WCW and vice versa. Monday Night Wars. It was huge. Oh, yes. It was just the absolute best. And I love both of them. I didn't care who won. Perfect. Thanks, bro. See, he said he'll call me in two minutes. Oh, okay. You know, he swept. I'm telling y'all, this is a work a holic. You ain't seen nobody work like this. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, it's crazy. And it does don't stop. Have, it don't slow up. Is he a? Does he need much rest, or is he one of those that can go on no, four or five hours and? No, he sleeps. No, he's got to let your body heal. No, he'll sleep. He'll plan sleep, and he's like, "This is it. No, it's out. I'm gonna take my melatonin, put these things in. I'm at. You know, I'm, I'm going. This is when I'll be up." Make a protein shake. I'm going to be in the sauna for 20 minutes after that. Then we're going straight to a workout. Then we're going to hit the hyperbaric. Then we're going to go uh, have a, a, you know, a lunch. So he did know. get he did get one of those hyperbaric. Uh, I will listen listen to Joe Rogan. This that was like recorded four years ago. Yeah, and they talked about. I think I think it was that chamber. So I guess he did yeah. get an on Joe oh, Rogan. Yeah. That ends that. I you know he oh, got yeah. it. <laughs> Oh yeah, if it if it if it helps you if it helps you he's got it because I mean he goes he's done got he's done been flying down South America getting stem cells I mean he's trying to get everybody else oh, on that awesome. I mean yeah he's wow. he takes it he takes it serious very he's seriously flown his, he's flown I think he flew his mom down there to get some stem cells for her as well and stuff he's yeah he's well, he serious even about mentioned it. He's that just, in the he's trying um, to hold back the hands of time you know that's his whole goal uh, hold back the hands of time you know? he's doing a hell of a job at it. And he says, there's no magic pill. It's just work. He mentioned the stem cells and the workout I did today with him. I did yeah. a stretch. I just uh, I, today was day two and it didn't have a workout, you know, just following the plan. Yep. But I'm going to do something every day. So I said, you know what, today, because it's make it your own. So I am. I, so I said, you know, today would be a good day to go. Let's see what these stretches are about. Yep. Just, nor you know, normal stretches, but can walk you through. Uh, it just explained very well, man. That's yes. what that's what's so nice about it. Not gonna lie, I'm sore from what I did yesterday, <laughs> and I didn't use any weights. I'd use nothing but my own resistance. It's it's incredible. It's it really is. So even now, I mean, I try to work out. I worked out today, but I don't work out crazy. I've gotten to where my workouts, I might do six or eight sets. I don't go real heavy anymore. It's like the last thing I want to do is injure my body. You know what I mean? I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not trying to get big. Any you know, none of that. I just want to stay. I want to have real good flexibility. I want to have really good core strength and I want to maintain my overall strength and my muscle tone. That's really my only objective. And it's funny, I'm reading all about DDPY and it's really kind of the whole basis of a lot of that, you know? So yeah, I've got to do something. I'm kind of getting bored, you know, with what yeah. I'm doing. It's like, cause I'm, I'm doing, I do more old school stuff like, you know, curls, I do arms, I do back, I do chest, I do a little, little bit of legs. These legs kind of show that, but I'm not a big giant leg guy, but I need to do more. Dude, we're gonna Core. go to DDP studio and I, we're gonna work out with him and I will make chat put him Chad Ranger. I can't wait. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Because <laughs> Blasey's up for the challenge. I know he is, and, and I'm telling you, Blasey, I you know me, I'm not as is uh, I don't have the natural ability you do, and I definitely don't have the physique. But you know me, I got that mentality. I can, I'm an athlete, so I'll go until I can't go. You know, and I'll keep up more than you think I would. Uh, and man, I'm telling you, these workouts, I've worked out a bunch. I've had coaches all my life and all that stuff. Man, this shit kicks your ass if you want to take it to the level. I do the I do the beginner type stuff. And every time I inch up a little or when I go work out with him, dude, it's it's uh it's something else, man. It's a trip though, Blasey, because really like it we it's not even bands and stuff. It is literally your own shit. And it all makes sense because it's basically basic calisthenics, um yep. physical therapy, like if you were to get injury, the different stuff you would do during physical therapy. And 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 a lot of the uh, uh, the yoga stuff, obviously stretching, but then the Bruce Lee shit, the just moving through clay stuff. It's all, I mean, it's the he's took all the good shit and mixed it all into mm -hmm. one. It's 
And it's effective because you can do the easiest one on there and get something out of it. And then there's like the double, triple diamond extreme shit that's just like you watch it when you're <laughs> yeah. standing on your head and you're doing, I mean, it's two hours. I mean, you can get crazy with it. Uh, but it, it's a trip, though, how you think, because same as me, I'm thinking if, I ain't, if I'm not in a gym, I'm not lifting or playing basketball like something hard, I'm not going to get my ass kicked going slow and moving, but, dude, it's crazy how it works. It my, really is. My, my Apple Watch says that I burned a lot of calories while I'm doing that stuff, you know what I mean? And my heart rate does come up just in, in the first two days are really just going over the, the basics of these are the 12 diamond steps or whatever they're called, and, then you know, they're going over those moves that you're going to be making, obviously, frequently in all of the workouts. So yep. it just gets you familiar with it. The stretches, which are just good stretches, you know, I'm, it's it's really well done, man. It, Blasey, and it it's like well holding up the wall. Be. It's like holding up the wall yeah. exercises. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like yeah, and and the planking stuff, and and just the different, but the different ways you hold it. He protects you though, so you're not hurting yourself. Like yeah. the angles and stuff you're doing. It, it, just some like of the he, stuff he's like, if you can see your foot, you're back too far. If you can see just your toes, that's where you need to be. Like. Nobody's ever yeah. said that before. And, and some of the I've stretches, I, I remember going to his house and doing something and like just getting loose before we started working out and he, and doing some of the shit I've done all my life to stretch because a coach told me that when I was seven that he told yeah. me never to do again. Told me never to do it again. Like <laughs> okay, one of the butterfly yeah. sit down things and stuff like that. He's like, no, no, never do it like this. Why would you do that? Well, I was, that's good. I was taught I... that way when I was like nine. He was like, never do that. That's putting pressure. Yeah. That's a terrible thing to do. He's like, do this instead. I lay on your back, put your knees up, flop to the left, turn your head this way. I'm like, oh, shit. Crack, crack, crack. Do this. Crack, crack, crack. Put your knee up. Now put your foot on top of your knee. I'm like, oh, my God. And then you stand up, and it's like, shit, my back don't oh, hurt. That, that it's actually, a fucking miracle. That was effective. I didn't just twist everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, my shoulder hurt yesterday, and just some of those stretches by the end of it still hurt, but it was yep. much looser Yep. Than it was. Is that a shoulder thing you can do? Yeah. And, and he said, and he'll say, you know, um, if you ever watch an animal, a cat, a dog, any, in a wild animal, the first thing they do when they get up is stretch. Stretch. How many of yeah, us, the first thing when we get up from napping or sleeping is stretch? Never. But that's the first thing never. any normal, an, natural stretch. animal will do is stretch. A baby. I did not stretch anything. today when you called and said we're going on with uh, DDP in 10 minutes. I was taking a little. A little cat nap there, and phone was ringing. Same. I thought it was Hal. I was dreaming it was Hal calling. I was like, yeah, I'll call him back later. And I finally <laughs> looked at my phone and noticed it was face down. I was like, no, you're dreaming. That's Hal. And it was him. And he was like, we're going on in 10. And I was like, good Lord. <laughs> I did not stretch. Could. I sprinted to the uh, shed. <laughs> my brother, man, I'm just chopping it up. We're talking a little wrestling, a little this and that. Um, I love it. I love it. Perfect. We were, we, were just, we were just talking about injuries and talking about stretching. This will be perfect. Yeah. He's digging it up. He's, he's like, I'm sitting in the hot tub. And the cold plunge. This is perfect. Oh, it is perfect. <laughs>